Welcome to a Yamlord session. It is February 22nd, and uh, my name's Jay. I'm going to discuss a couple, what I think are really important things that oftentimes traders really just don't, they, they, they don't put enough bearing on how, how important it is. And I feel like all I've been saying for several months now is market structure, and I used to never say it, ever, because it, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand how valuable it is. Um, I've been trading since the end of 2020. So, I don't know. I think it was like, I think I bought my, when I, when I first bought, when I downloaded Coinbase, of course, as the app, Bitcoin was 16800 I believe. And I was like, holy crap, that's expensive. No, I don't want any of that. And then I saw Ethereum and it was like $560. And I was like, oh, that's more reasonable. So... You know, I it like it, but the fact is the prices were already what they were. So I haven't been in crypto that long, right? It's kind of funny to think about those now. They seem so cheap, but at the time, geez. But I've studied it enough to really figure out why did I win and lose in so many situations? Because I, and, and I feel like I, I started looking at crypto as a lot of people because it was the bull run, right? It was, it was the heat of the bull run and we're all getting in. Just like we always talk about when retails come and retails start buying, we were retail at one point. I guess we still technically are, but we're just like more informed retail, not just apes. Some of us are apes, but I mean, that, that's kind of fun sometimes, huh? So um, I always wondered, such as when EOS, let's say, for example, pumped. EOS did what it did, where it went all the way up to like $14 and then just crapped its pants down to like four or $5 immediately. I was trying to understand this. And essentially, it's just market structure. So when you look at this chart and you come all the way back here in 2018, and I'm just get rid of the indicators. You don't need any of that stuff right now. And we'll just put it on the line. Easy done. Now, how obvious does market structure become now at this point? So we, when I bought in, what was it? Right here. It was like $3, something like that. Then I wrote it up to like five and got, got a little bit and it was fun. Wrote it up, wrote it up. And then I bought again at like eight, $9. And oh, I, I, I bought right around, I don't know, like here, I think something like that. And we wrote this up. Life was good, you know? Ended up selling a lot of it here, wrote it back down, and almost cried because it was like a 40% drop. And the so I wrote it down and then cried a little bit because it went down 40%. And I was like, what just happened to this? Oh, my gosh. And then it went up, wee, and then wrote it down. I was like, oh, okay, and wee, you know, and I took a little bit of profits. But, I mean, really, in reality, the wick of this, look at it, see? You know, I mean, it was all the way up here, like $14 at one point. And then I bought here, and I bought here. And I bought here and I bought here, bought here, bought here, you know, and I was like, I'm done with this thing. I'm just done. I'm, I don't even want to look at this bag because it's going to take so long at this point for it to pump that I don't even want to look at the bag anymore. And I'm just pulling a potato. I I like the way to look at it there. It's like pulling a potato. Cause he's like, I bought, I watched a YouTube video that potato had up and I actually commented on it to see if he would see it. Uh, saying we need another one of these streams. And it was like some December stream where Bitcoin was at like 36K or something. Uh, and he was saying, he's like, EOS, watch, just give it a couple years. You know, I'm not even looking at this. You know, I've just, this is the buy spot. And he said it a year ago. And it was kind of funny because it's actually the same, it was, it's in the same position now as it was a year ago, right, dollar-wise. But it still could do the thing. That's the thing. 
But when I look at charts like this, how low we could go here, we do have farther down to go. But once we break this structure here, that's where I start getting concerned personally, um, not to just address EOS, but I think this is just an important thing to you know talk about no matter what the chart is, right? If we were to break through there, so that's going to be, what is that, $1.95 or so, $1.90, and we close below that, that means we're putting in a lower low on the complete overall macro of this chart. And then at this point, we have no support below us, and all it does is become lower lows, lower highs, lower lows, lower highs, until we finally reverse it. So the goal is to find charts that, like, we could be at major support here, just like before, because we are still holding these lows. These lows are still here intact, and overall, we're putting in higher lows. It's just on what time frame? This is like monthly time frame, so it can take a long time. So what I'm looking for during these times, and not to just talk smack about EOS really, but it's understanding that this market structure is fragile at this point, because if the dollar value breaks below this, that means we're now breaking the lows. So something to look for, and what I think is key to finding coins during this time is to buy coins that have a floor still. I think if the coin still has a floor, such as this, this still has a floor, that it still has you know, support below it that you can somewhat count on, or at least expect some sort of bounce off and then read it and then maybe get out or not, right? If we were to look at coins that are newer, that are bullish, then I think overall this is a better, better way to go, really, is just to find coins that are up and to the right. And then finding those crazy supports, such as in this range on Gala, right? I'm still waiting for like 11 cents right in here. And all, everyone thought it was impossible all the way up here, 50, 60, 70, 80 cents. No way. Look what it's doing. It looks just like SHIB. It looks just like SHIB. Like, it's literally, literally the same thing, right? Well, SHIB actually broke through its uh, support at this point, actually, though. It broke below and put in another low below that. So actually, SHIB isn't even worth uh, shape. That That is a uh, uh, dumpster fire, to say the least. But... Finding, finding charts that are up and to the right that still have a decent floor below them, they just may be at prices you don't expect, I think are key during this bear market. That way you can rely on that coin to continue upwards over time better because it's still bullish in the overall market structure. So another one would be Crow or Crypto.com coin, up and to the right, just the trend, up and to the right. So I have alerts set here, and this is where I want to bring alerts into play. Okay, so what I have set up here on Crow for a longer term hold, because I think crypto.com coin is going to be really big. I mean, the fact that they put that much money into the Staples Center, I mean, come on, it was like $700 million or some obnoxious amount of money just to put their name on it. Wow. Okay, so they're investing. And you see their commercials, and the coin already had a parabolic move. And this might be a part of, and this is where I just think about how Potato would talk about this, this may, may be a part of a greater move, because you can see how we're actually increasing over time. So this might be an, another bigger move. So what I'm looking for here is where's the best buying opportunities and just chill, just chill. Like I'm not even looking at this chart because these alerts are all set here. Now, if you're not 100% familiar with how to set an alert and what I did and to why I chose these areas, by the way, is because it's at our daily, weekly levels below where we are here. So I'll know, should we trigger this? I'm going to have an alert pop up on my screen saying, hey, look to buy and I'm going to look at the chart. And I'm going to give it a look over, but this is where major support was all the way through here, the meat of this. Crypto.com was at 97 cents at one point, the high here. The red line is the high. If I can pick it back up for 19 cents, okay, seems pretty good to me, and that would continue the higher lows. I'm looking for charts like this guy 
um, as a gauge during the bear market, right? And to set an alert. If you're not familiar with how to do this, there's lots of ways you can set alerts. You can do it on specific indicators. You can also just do it on anything else you have on the chart. So what you do is, so this is a horizontal ray. I'll just make one here. Okay, so let's say I want an alert on just above this daily. I like to set the alerts above where I'd want to buy because that way it doesn't just short, like front run my line really that I'm counting on. I think it'll hit this daily, but I want to know beforehand when we're getting close. So I'm, so I'm ready for it, you know? So that's why I have all of these rays just above my supports. And this guy here, all you do is, you know, put it where eventually it's going to cross over it, right? So I could just put it there if I want to, whatever. And I'm going to click this guy. This is the add alert button. It looks like a little clock. You click that clock. Now, there's a lot of things you can do that for options. And this is something I think you should kind of just try yourself too to see what options you like. Um, but you can have, in this case, I like having only once is the option. So meaning when we pierce through it, when price pierces this, I'll get alerted to it. Okay. And that's, you can do crossing. You can do all these different things. Crossing works. Just have it so it crosses the ray. Okay, and then the expiration date, you can extend it way out. Usually it does a month from now. You can actually schedule them two months out. So this, keep in mind, alerts will expire. So if you're putting an alert out to buy something that's way out in time, you might completely miss it um, because it expired and then you didn't know your alert expired. So you can get two months, which is pretty decent. And then notify on app, great. So I'll get, a, so my phone, or I'll also get a pop-up on the screen. If you were to hit more actions, then you can have it play a sound. So I like to just have like alarm clock and it'll just be like pretty much and that'll happen. And then I'll just put, here we go. I already have a little list, look to buy. And now when the price crosses just above where this daily is, which you can see, look at this perfect freaking wick. Isn't that just absolutely ridiculous? All I did was put a daily level at this guy right here because this is our lowest low daily flows before the pump. So this is major support. Look at that outrageous wick. Uh, like it's a sin. Hilarious. Anyways, so maybe we'll get support there again. That would be pretty cool. In this case, as soon as it crosses, I'll know. I'll get an alert on the screen. Simple stuff when it comes to array. I can just have this guy, this daily, with an alert if I want. So it gets crossed, I get an alert. But now I don't have to worry about this chart so much because I'm looking for these prices. It might not happen. I might not get them, but at the same time, sometimes we have some sort of crazy down move. Maybe we get another wave like this guy, and it's going to just cross down here. In the end, though, the market structure will still be intact, though. And that's why these charts are so important, because it is putting in higher high or a high, higher low. Higher high, higher low is going to be literally anywhere in here still at this point, because here's our previous low. I don't count this at all. Here's our previous low. It could go all the way down to 10 cents and still be bullish as a market structure, which is pretty awesome. And it's more, I guess, comforting to know that I'd be buying an asset that has a floor this deep below that is already doing parabolic moves, right? So I think the key there is to look for, look for coins like that during this time. While things are seemingly boring, it's, there's not as much money to make. If you're spot buying, not the easiest thing in the world right now. So instead, prepare for spot buys that, I mean, I wouldn't have thought for a million years at 75 cents that I'd even think about. Imagine this 15 cent hit. Okay, like 
you know, it's like 85% off or something. Makes sense to me. Hear about the horror stories about alts dying 70, 80, 90% during bear markets, right? Well, that's what that would be. And that's on a bullish market structure coin too. So um, paying attention to higher highs, higher lows versus lower, lower lows and lower highs. So that's a bearish market structure there, right? In this case. So lower, low, lower, high, lower, low, lower, high. Now we may build divergences, but the, diver, di, di, the divergences don't have to play out. And I've noticed oftentimes too, when divergences start stacking on charts, oftentimes it'll happen too. Just be, if, if the chart is going down over time, oftentimes you get divergences just because the volume is just decreasing over time over and over and over and over. So there's just that much less selling pressure anyway. The lower you go, we just need to get that converging wave before buying, really. And that's kind of where market structure is in play because a converging wave is just changing it, changing whatever side you're on, right? So uh, the way that's helped me a lot with figuring out converging waves is to just understand with market structure, that's all it is, is, is a change in market structure. That's all it is. So if we're going like this, and we're going bullish, right? Higher highs, higher lows, higher highs, higher lows. And then we get the converging wave because let's say there's been divergence between these three points, right? This whole time. Here's our converging wave, lower low, okay, and then our lower high. Now, this is what gets people messed up a lot, though. The market structure still technically hasn't changed. This is what head and shoulders kind of is, right, is when it actually goes through. But it still hasn't changed. This could just be a flag. Until we actually cross this point, that's when we become bearish. And it's actually fully understand it. That's the converging wave right there is having this market structure shift. And you can see clear evidence of a converging wave in, where's my Bitcoin? The Bitcoin daily, get rid of all this here, all my lines, here it is. The converging wave, clear as day. So higher low, higher high, higher low, higher high, lower low, lower high. Market structure still hasn't changed. Hence these people buying here, hence this support here, right? It still hasn't changed. But the fact is the divergences were so strong and the market was so far gone and distribution was in full effect that it did in fact play out, right? It did play out. But that's why some people were buying here because they, they, they weren't waiting on it. They were just playing, you know, okay, maybe this thing happens and it comes up again. Could have. But anyways, that's why we had such a big crash. That was the converging wave, which then you put in another lower low. And where's our lower low going to be from here? Where is it going to be? You know? Makes sense. Come right back to this area. And that's why we arrived there. So at this point, just to like reiterate why I'm not 100% bearish right now is just the fact that, I mean, we're still above our previous low. We're still well above it. We're like 30% above it actually in price right now. And there's so much it's, I'm trying to always remind myself when the FUD storm's coming or when everything is green nonstop, you feel like you're, uh, you can't lose everyone's bullish and buying and buy this or you're going to miss out. Um, one of my favorites uh, was Pio. And this isn't to throw him under the bus at all because we all had our moments of this for sure. But I remember it very well when he said, this may be your last chance to buy Harmony uh, below 30 cents. And I remember that. And I was like, that just sounds like FOMO. And, you know, when I put it in perspective and I was like, I've done that plenty of times on things. And not to throw him under the bus, like I said, it's just I, I couldn't help it. I'm sure I've done plenty of that, too. Um, but when you hear that, too, it's how much fun do we have right now? And I'm not saying it's fake. 
you know, FUD doesn't automatically mean it's fake. It's just something that's causing fear, uncertainty, and doubt, right, in the market. That's what it's doing. And with all of the horribleness going on right now, it seems, in the world, is this all just a play on, on the greater expectations of people to just get rid of their, you know, their assets? Because things are still, yeah, okay, we're super bearish for months here, right? But, I mean, we did actually put in, I don't, I don't consider this a high by any means. This is our high. But, I mean, we did put in a daily close above here, above this point. And we even closed even higher here. We just did it with divergence between these points. That's pretty obvious here, right? Divergence, divergence, goodbye. But we're still closing. We're still above here. We held yesterday. This was key. I was watching this pretty much all day to see if we hold this. And look at that hold. I mean, it tried. It tried to sell below and it didn't. And then we pumped above it. So we even came down here and then got rebought up. So the price came all the way down to here and it got bought up still. Now, the candle didn't close bigger than the previous one. I wanted to see us close up in here, maybe 38.6 or so. That would have been more encouraging. But we did hold that so far. That would be a part of the converging wave here, right? Because now we're actually following the price action. The divergence happened here. But now we're putting in the higher low on the Wolfpack with hidden divergence between these points, right? And then this guy here is actually not much, but it is higher. Now that hasn't been confirmed. We don't even have a green dot. So take that well with a grain of salt. But I'm not completely just, you know, markets going to $11,000 tomorrow just because we're still above our previous low. So something to just take note of. I think there's, it, before even thinking about that, yeah, some black swan event could happen. Sure. You know, but right here at about 29800 that is our previous daily low close. So I think that's going to be big stuff for us regardless. And we'll know after that, we'll see if we can then bounce off from there and then put in a higher, high, higher, low, higher, high. Should we come all the way down there? That could definitely still happen. Um, but take note of the awful monster that is this monthly. It is literally just doing exactly what we all thought pretty much. And we're headed down on stochastics. We are at this rate going to TC down in less than a week. So just something to take note of. It might be a while. Maybe this is like, it's funny drawing this blue, blue, but maybe we end up in like a channel around here for a little bit here while the monthly kind of figures itself out possibly. Oh. Not to go start going into TA too much, but I couldn't help myself when I was looking at the chart and the structure and all that. I just started looking at it. Um, overall though, market structure is super important. Know that we haven't broken it yet, regardless of how bearish everything is right now. We're getting some support here. And, you know, we still haven't broken this. So, so I think that's something definitely uh, pay attention to. And if you're not 100% familiar with market structure, uh, just uh, reach out to me. I can uh, try and give you a little bit more overview. I do also have a video of it posted up on my YouTube channel, J Trades Crypto as well. So hopefully this is helpful. Uh, anyways, thanks a lot for listening. And uh, we'll be sure to uh, see you in the next Yamlord session.